Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, the texts are pouring in here, lambasting the Louisiana State Legislature for the epic fail that happened today where the sports gambling legislation was... Well, voted down 15 to 6 in the House Appropriations Committee. We'll continue to talk about that, and I'll get to all these texts, and, and really Twitter's blowing up for me too. Um, over in Baton Rouge, Scott Rabelais, not on the show to talk about that. He's on the show to talk a little LSU columnist for The Advocate. But, but Scott, you're kind of in the middle of Baton Rouge over there, obviously, and uh, I know you probably heard about this all day too. Uh, about the sports gambling? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, you know, just all this money is just flying across the state lines, you know, to Mississippi where it is legal and I, I just don't understand how they can't uh can't get together and and, and it seems like a no-brainer but yeah yeah it's also not it's also not surprising in some ways but i mean you know as scott woodward the new lsu athletic director is talking about how like this is eventually coming we need to be prepared for it and uh and uh he's right but not this year maybe maybe next year that's what we always say maybe next year scott uh, scott right. rabelais at rabelais adv on twitter um the, the brighter news is a couple of days ago lsu uh, stamped their spot into the baton rouge regional they'll host this weekend and uh, a familiar spot they're back after that year hiatus when they had to go on the road scott so tiger fans uh, a little relieved i suppose after selection sunday yes one can you believe it's been one whole year at lsu without uh, hosting <laughs> You know, uh, some schools are like, you know, Florida, like barely squeaked in and uh, and TCU barely squeaked in and Virginia for past national champion. I don't think they got in. And, uh, you know, LSU, you know, they, you know, yeah, they, they didn't host a regional last year, but uh, you know, they played well down the stretch. They were like one seven of the last 10 had a good showing in the SEC tournament. And uh, and from, went from being on the bubble of not hosting at all going into the SEC tournament to uh, being the number uh, 13 overall seed. So. Um, so they were, they kind of made it to spare, you know, the top 16 teams. And of course, if they win their regional, they probably have to go on the road to play, face Georgia where they lost two out of three this year, but like top eight national seeds lose every year. If, if LSU wins their regional and Georgia doesn't win, LSU would host the super regional. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. Now, Scott, you know, this when LSU fans, Tiger fans saw Stony Brook in this regional and also their <laughs> first opponent, uh, flashbacks of 2012, I think abound across the state. Oh, no doubt. I mean, uh, that was uh, that was a as I wrote in my column yesterday when the pairings came out, I knew there was going to be some kind of some kind of drama, you know, so, something, you know, the, the committee selection committee had in store for LSU. There was some projections that Florida State might get sent here and their coach, Mike Martin, who's the all time winningest coach, is retiring this year. But they got they got sent somewhere else. And so uh, they, they sent Stony Brook to Baton Rouge, who beat LSU in the Super Regional. Stony Brook was the they're the number four seed. LSU's the one. Stony Brook was the four seed in 2012. They won the regional at Miami, and then came to Baton Rouge and won the Super to go to the College World Series. So um, I don't think they probably have quite the horses they had that year. But you know, it's college baseball. You, you can lose on any given day. You can win on any given day. But uh, yeah, it, it's got uh, it's got LSU fans probably a little bit. It's taken a little a little steam off the excitement about about hosting a regional <laughs> to see Stony Brook 
pop up there. Yeah. But hey, you know, you got Southern, you got Southern Miss too, and and I'm sure, I'm sure you got listeners who are Southern Miss fans and Arizona State. Uh, you know, it's uh, those are good teams too. Else, you need to be worried about them as well. Yeah. Are, do you buy any of the? I don't know if you call them conspiracy theorists. Frankly, I think they're probably right that the selection committee tries to get these you know intriguing matchups and storylines, not just in baseball but in basketball too. I don't even know if I have a problem with that, Scott. But it does seem like they they tend to seed that way. You know, I, I did. I've done a couple of mock selection exercises. I, a few years ago, I went to the NCAA headquarters and we did the basketball one. And then last year, I did the college football playoff one in uh, in Dallas, and where you go through the whole process. And you know, it's very. You, you can say you're so you're so involved in trying to get the right teams and pick the right teams. And, you know that that you don't think about it, but it's not a shock. Sometimes you're like, oh, in the second round, Louisville could play Kentucky. You know, two in-state rivals, or you know. Um, you know, USC could play UCLA or something like that. So, yeah, it's – I don't think these things are a huge shock. And they could have easily sent Southern uh, – kept Southern in Baton Rouge. They're a four seed going to Mississippi State's regional in Starkville. They could have kept them in Baton Rouge uh, playing LSU, you know. But uh, it, it's uh, – yeah, I think that, I think there's a little – there's a little bit of mischief here. Oh, by the way, I'm at the SEC meeting, so Ray, Ray, uh, Roy, uh, Ray uh, Tanner – the uh, South Carolina athletic director, former baseball coach, is the chair of the committee. I might ask him about that tomorrow if I see him. <laughs> there you go. Uh, speaking of, I guess we'll make a little interlude here. Of course, Will Wade making news. He spoke out at those media days. Um, what did yes. you learn from um, – he was pretty apologetic, although I don't think he fell on any sword, but uh, we did hear from Will Wade out there today. Yes, it was the first time Will has spoken publicly and taken questions since he was suspended. People will remember back on March 7th when his name was, was – um, Attached to that uh, report uh, of uh, a wire, a federal wiretap, he was talking about uh, making an offer to a player. It's assumed Javante Smart, who's on the team, and so he's, he's made a couple of public statements in in press releases, but nothing where he answered questions. So, yeah, Will was contrite to a degree. You know, he he admitted the biggest mistake he made was not meeting with LSU officials back in March, which prompted his uh, suspension, and of course the backlash of that helped grease the, the skids for Joe Oliva to be uh, replaced as athletic director by Scott Woodward. Uh, and he said he should have. He, should've, he, 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 he didn't blame his lawyers, but I think he got some bad legal advice there. He got another lawyer who said, let's meet. And in April, he was reinstated. Um, he didn't exactly deny any anything about, have you ever you know paid players or, or had someone pay players for you? Uh, obviously, he didn't come out and admit that. He did deny. He said he, he he said that he didn't say anything about it because it was part of a confidentiality in him meeting with LSU and the NCAA in April. He did deny another report that came out from the Christian Dawkins trial uh, earlier this month. Uh, uh, this uh, former Arizona coach alleged that he, uh, he told him that he paid Nas Reed three hundred thousand dollars to come play for LSU. Nas, of course, just left LSU. He's going to be in the NBA draft, and he said that was not true. And and um, so that was the one thing he did deny, but it was, uh, you know, not defiant, my will, but contrite, but still kind of that brash will wade that shows through. And, and uh, you know, the guy that, you know, LSU fans have, have come to love and are trying to stick up for. Yeah, indeed. It's Scott Rabley of The Advocate with this. And, uh, Scott, before we let you go, I know you've, you've got stories on uh, Will Wade and, and LSU baseball. And uh, what else you got coming uh, over at The Advocate for us? Well, you know, I'm here all week um, through Friday at the SEC spring meeting. Uh, one of the things that one of the big topics that is anticipated that's going to be talked about is uh, whether they're going to uh, lift the the, the uh, ban, if the SEC is going to lift the ban on 
alcohol and beer sales in the uh, general seating areas. And you can, you have, if you're in a suite or a club seat or something like that, you can you can have alcoholic beverages, but you can't if you're sitting in the, the regular stands on like the 30-yard line. The every other Power Five conference, the Big 12, the Big 10, the ACC, uh, Pac-12, they all allow it. Other in-state schools allowed. You can go to Turchin Stadium at, at Tulane and, and have a beer, uh, sitting wherever you want. Um, so. There's this growing sentiment that this rule could be changed, <laughs> repeal prohibition in the SEC. I'm not sure if it's going to – I think it'll. I think this week it will probably come to a vote uh, on uh, Friday uh, by the SEC president. I'm not sure if they're going to change the rule this year, but I think it's coming. I, it's a revenue stream, and it's something they feel that um, can help them with uh, you know, somewhat declining attendance figures, even in the SEC. So uh, I think it's something to be watching. Maybe they'll change it this year, but if not this year, I think very soon. Scott, thank you so much, man. We're up against the news. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. All right. Scott Rabelais of The Advocates will now go to CBS News in progress. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.